You are listening to the Healthy Families Rule podcast, episode 20, I Love You But No. This podcast episode is brought to you by Norwex Microfiber. Are you using Lysol and Clorox wipes to disinfect right now? Did you know that Norwex Microfiber has micro silver embedded in the fibers? It kills bacteria on contact. No chemicals, no cleaner, just water and a cloth. Now I take a damp mini Enviro cloth with me to the grocery store in a reusable wet wipes pouch. I wipe down my cart and anything my hands might touch. I feel so much better knowing chemical is not entering my bloodstream through my skin and the job is being done 10 times better. And now that gyms are opening back up again, I take my damp Norwex cloth with me to wipe down my yoga mat and equipment used in class so I don't have to use a chemical wipe. Would you like to have a few of these cloths around your home? I'll include a link in the show notes. They are a lifesaver. And I teamed up with Norwex way back in 2015 so I could feel good about my kids cleaning up around the house without the use of harmful chemicals. We've been chemical free ever since and it's made a big difference. It's just water in a cloth and nothing is safer than that. Well, hello, my friends. How are you doing this weekend? Don't you just love Saturdays? You have the time that you need to take a nap, hopefully, and just to recoup from the week. I love it. I love it so much. And I want to just get right on with it today because this podcast episode is for you if you find that you're people pleasing. All right. Now, the interesting thing was um, Brooke Castillo, I always mention Brooke Castillo because I love her. She had a podcast come out on Thursday and it was really about people pleasing and unconditional love. And I thought, wow, like that's, I've already written my, my topic for the week and it's pretty close to hers. Although I am going to reference hers, it's deeper and it's, it's better. It's, it's really good. So go listen to that too, but you're going to get a lot out of this. Are you a people pleaser? Do you find it hard to say no to anyone? Are you feeling a bit overwhelmed by everything going on in your life right now? Do you have a lot on your plate? Now in this post, I'm going to teach you the art of saying no and being okay with it. Why are you taking on so much? Let's discuss this. We're asked to homeschool our kids due to COVID-19, continue to work at our jobs, and still find time to help others who may be in need. It's easy to get caught up in the thought, I'm supposed to say yes. We get blinded by what our bodies actually need. And let's discuss for a minute what your body needs to thrive day by day so we can make decisions around those things that are the most important for our health. Now to feel your absolute best, a good night's sleep is a must, and that is just coming from experience in my life and my personal opinion. Now, some people get very little sleep and they do okay. However, I don't think that's the majority of us, and I would say that most health professionals would say you do need seven to nine hours of sleep in order to 
function at your best and focus and be pleasant the next day. We all know what it's like when a kid keeps us up all night. We are not pleasant, are we? It's, it, it can be very difficult. So to feel your absolute best, a good night's sleep, in my opinion, is a must. And it's okay to turn down a night out with the girls or the boys if you know you can't sleep in the next morning. Lack of sleep affects everything from your mood to your focus. Why might you feel bad for turning down friends who want to hang out late into the night? Let's examine this for a second because I know you know it's okay to turn them down, but let's discover why you don't want to turn them down. Relationships are important. I get it. We all want that feeling of being a part of a village that loves and accepts us. But at what expense will we go to be included? You have a fear of missing out or possibly never being invited again if you turn people down. Maybe you're thinking, they'll think I don't want to hang out with them, so I'd better go when they invite me. Notice how we try to control what others might be thinking of us. We do this all the time. It's one of the main reasons my clients say they are stuck in their life. They care way too much about what others are thinking. I learned a valuable piece of information a long time ago as I was getting coached. It has served me well over the years and here it is. Listen up, take a note here. What other people think of you is none of your business. Let me repeat that for those in the back row who weren't listening. What other people think of you is none of your business. And it's time to stay in your own business. It's time to say no to late nights in order to really focus on our health as a priority. Options you could consider as a way to connect with friends are lunch dates, breakfast dates, or outings that end by 9 p.m. at the latest. Simply excuse yourself if it's going longer and head home. And stop worrying about what others will think of you if you leave early. All right, let's talk about something else your body needs. Hydration and healthy foods. Your body also needs good hydration every single day and a diet plentiful with greens. Did you know it's okay to say no to unhealthy foods at parties or gatherings? You might have several thoughts here like, they'll think I'm rude if I don't eat the food they fixed, or they'll think I'm weird because of my dietary restrictions. I want to fit in, so I'll just eat what everyone else is eating. They'll think I'm snobby or better than them if I choose not to eat the unhealthy foods they're cooking up or ordering. When we have thoughts like this, guess whose business we're meddling in? You guessed it, theirs. Again, let's let others have their own thoughts and we'll have our own thoughts. It's also likely that you know that the party foods are bad for you, but gosh darn it, you just wanna eat it anyways. You get a bit rebellious towards your own healthy diet. The best advice I have for your rebellious toddler brain is you can feel good momentarily and eat the junk food, or you can feel really good later when your body isn't 
reaping the consequences of eating the junky food and your genes are thanking you for not having to do that jump maneuver you always do to get into them. Eat quality, healthy food and just say no to the junk. It's okay. Let's talk about saying no to service opportunities. Might get a lot of pushback for this one. But saying no when someone needs a babysitter or their house cleaned is mainly a problem for people because it brings feelings of guilt if they say no. I typically only say yes to these opportunities if they are asked of me in advance, not not right at the spare of the moment. They aren't conflicting with other plans I have going on. And if I genuinely want to help that person out, there is no sense in me saying yes grudgingly and all the while resenting myself for saying yes. Only you know how your time should be spent. That's not up to others to decide for you or make you feel guilty. And even if you choose to watch Netflix instead of babysit for your sister-in-law, I want you to know that this choice is perfectly okay. The trouble you will have is the thoughts in your head. Thoughts like, you should be more kind and help out more. I like to remind myself that it's okay to choose an easier road once in a while. It doesn't mean I'm always going to say no when called upon, but this time it does, and that's okay. I will say here, there are times that I do go and, and serve and help out if someone says, hey, I need you to help me clean an apartment. So for example, I was asked to go help clean this um, older lady who has a son with, with mental health disorder, and I knew it was going to be a mess when I, when I got into it. I already knew that going into it, and I still took a deep breath, and I said, you know what? I want to help this person out, and I know this is going to be an awful, dirty job but I rolled up my sleeves and I did it anyway. And I owned the fact that I knew it wasn't going to be fun or easy and that I actually wanted to do it anyways because I wanted to help this person out. And I owned all my feelings about when I saw that apartment, when I saw all of the prescription drugs and the wrappers and that you couldn't even see the floor. Um, pornography and the dirt and the grime and cigarette butts all over the floor even. When I saw everything that I saw, I took, I, well, I had a mask on for one because I don't want to breathe any of that in. But I did take a deep breath under that mask and I said, okay, let's do this. And I, I just, I, with my brain, I just said, we're just going to start going to work. We're going to start throwing everything away. And that's what we did. And I just jumped right in and went right to work. But I owned the fact that I knew going into that job that it was going to be a very hard job. And I still said yes to that one job. Doesn't mean I'm always going to say yes. In fact, I don't say yes to a lot of jobs like that. But I owned the fact that I wanted to do it because I, I wanted to help this person. That's something a little bit different than just... um what I'm talking about here though you have to really own up to the fact when you do go through with things and you do things that you wanted to do them in the first place okay and if you don't want to do them I want to teach you how to say no and that you're still worthy and good if you do say no you're worthy and valuable if you decide to help others out or not so don't beat yourself up for passing on service opportunities only do them if you can fully get your heart into it and trust me 
The day will come when you can get your heart into it, and when you take it up, you'll likely feel good inside. It'll spur on another yes in the future. Sometimes it's a yes, and sometimes it's a no. Don't judge yourself or get into other people's heads if you choose the latter. What others think of you is none of your business, remember? If it's causing conflict of any kind, you're free to say no. Did you know you can just drop out of things you've signed your kids up for? I know it sounds flaky, but it can be done. You don't need to explain your reasons to anyone unless you want to. I had my kids in karate for almost a year. They loved it for the first month or two, but then they started complaining every single time I'd make them get their uniforms on and go to karate. Now, while they were fine usually once they got going, I absolutely hated the pushback every single time we went. And this is why I committed to about nine months of karate, even though we signed up for a year. I just didn't want the conflict within myself and between my kids anymore. I had to give three months notice to get out, but it was one of the best decisions I made. That doesn't mean I don't make my kids do hard things or do things they don't like. Sometimes I'm willing to put up the battle, but I want you to know that it's okay to just let go of your kids needing to have a certain skill or talent. It's okay to drop it for now and try again later. When you release control, it's a gift to you as the parent. My kids have tried many, many things for short periods of time. Swimming, tennis, violin, ukulele, karate, Muay Thai, basketball, chess, pottery, cooking, manners and etiquette, and much, much more. I find that short commitment activities work best for my family. Anything lasting more than three months is considered a long-term commitment in my house that needs to be fully considered before we sign up. And that doesn't mean that we aren't allowed to drop out, even if we do sign up. It's not the end of the world if we do. People can have their opinion of us if we do, but it's not the end of the world. If it's something they truly want to keep doing, I'm going to support it full on. If not, I'm perfectly fine letting go of them needing to be good at a particular thing. I don't push anything on my kids at the expense of my mental health. And this is how I've kept a pretty peaceful life for myself and my kids. I will also say here that I don't let my kids do more than one sport or activity at a time. For my own sanity and theirs, we just focus on one thing, whether it's playing an instrument or martial arts or perhaps chess, whatever it is, it's just one thing. Each family is different in this regard. So find what works for you and know it's okay to let go of expectation and control. Okay, next. You can say no to social media and emails. Did you know you can decide not to respond to every email or even check social media? I can't begin to tell you about the clients I've coached in the past that have a hard time with social media addiction. They always end up comparing themselves and feeling awful about their own lives. But they struggle giving it up. 
in their minds, they think an important message from a family or friend will come through. And if they're not online, they'll miss it. You know what I say? So what? If someone really needs to talk to you, we have cell phones nowadays, and it's a beautiful thing. People can text you within seconds. You don't even need to be on social media. And if that person doesn't have your cell phone number, you know, to be texting you, trust me, that message ain't important. You don't even need to be on there for business purposes. Did you know this? You can schedule posts right to your Facebook business page in advance and never check it for the week. You could hire a virtual assistant to do all of that for you. Imagine letting go of the thought, I need to check social media daily. I wonder how much freedom you'd gain. Imagine if you replaced that time, not with Netflix binging or movie watching, but with meditation, prayer, affirmations, listening to an uplifting podcast while going for a nice long walk outside reading more books, creating something. Imagine the personal growth you'd experience. In regards to email, I have a few friends who have the email app on their phone with an icon in that email box stating how many unread emails they have. Have you seen this? It's in the thousands for those friends. Now, for months and months, I couldn't understand how they could see that icon there and not desire to clean it out. I like to have everything checked and done and cleared out. But one day I asked myself why. It was taking up way too much of my time. So I just stopped checking emails that I didn't want to check. Even if I'd spent money on a program or whatever, if I didn't want to check that email, I didn't check it. That was it. I gave up the expectation on myself that I needed to stay on top of that. Guess what? A burden was lifted. Yes, that numerical icon is there on my email, but guess what? It doesn't bother me one bit. It is what it is. Let it be. You can let things be too. Choose to say no to social media and emails if you want to. You can say no to that stack of books you've only read halfway through. And this is a big one for me. I was listening to Jody Moore, my life coach, talk about it being okay not to finish books you've started. I was stunned. I have a stack of books that I haven't finished. And I mean, why did I want to pick up those books in the first place if I'm not planning on finishing them? Well, she said, what if you already got everything out of that book that you needed to? You could choose to believe this, and it's totally okay. Ask yourself if you like your reasons for finishing those books. If you do, then let's make a plan to read each one by the end of the year. If you're just like, meh, about finishing them right now, you know, you don't really care, then be okay with that, and don't leave those things lying around. Return them to the library or put them back on the shelf. You'll bring it out again when you're really interested. Same thought process goes for art projects and crafts. Put it away. Bring it out again when you're really serious about finishing them. The time isn't right now, and you can say no to your brain on these things. It's not important to finish them right now. 
they've sat this long, they can sit longer on a closet shelf, or perhaps think about donating it to maybe a young woman to finish up as a project for herself. Think about this. Okay, now when your child asks you for something, you can say no. It's probable that your teenagers will ask you if they can go to parties or dances or outings with friends. You might not have a good feeling about them going. It's okay to say no and not need to give them a reason. I simply say, I love you and it's a no. It's also okay that they are mad at you for saying no. Let them feel whatever they need to feel and don't try and fix it by giving them something like a treat or worse, giving in and letting them go just to see them happy again. Kids need to experience disappointment. We try to prevent our kids from feeling any disappointment. Why do we do this? You know why? Because ultimately, we as parents don't want to experience negative emotion ourselves that we feel is inflicted by our children's disappointment. Mind blown, right? That's everything behind it. You don't want to experience disappointment, negative emotion. Disappointment is a gift to your kids and yourself. Not getting everything they want when they want it is a gift. Don't give in to that toddler when they're having the fit of the century over not getting a certain toy or candy bar at the grocery store. You let your kids have whatever emotions they feel they need to have and don't give in. It's okay to say no to your kids. They will survive and they'll be all the better for it. What about a grown-up child? Maybe one that's asking for money all the time. It's okay to say no. This child is pulling on your heartstrings as a parent and might even be manipulating you with stories of, I can't pay my rent, or I don't know how I'm going to feed myself or my dogs. Now you're likely to feel guilty if you don't help them. Maybe they're even on the verge of suicide. Listen up. As a parent, we can't control the outcome of our kids' lives. We like to think we can, and sometimes... They even manipulate us into thinking we can, but we just can't. It's up to them to make their own choices and learn how to become high-functioning adults in the world. We all need to learn this skill. Say no and learn to let go of needing to control the outcome of your child's life by giving them everything they want or think they need. And ultimately, the choice is yours how you want to support your child. Do what feels right in your gut without needing to manage their emotions. When a spouse is demanding of your time and attention, did you know you can say no? It's even okay to turn down your spouse. And you don't have to do it in a cold-hearted way either. Again, it might look something like this. Honey, I love you, and it's a no tonight. I need to get some sleep. What happens after you say this is you needing to manage your emotions around what your husband might be thinking and feeling. Stay out of his or her head. You could even promise to make time on the weekend at a certain time. This will give you time to really pump yourself up for a great night with your spouse. And I often find, however, that I like my reasons for saying yes. Okay? Even if I'm not 
in the mood to spend, you know, whatever time with my, my husband, I find that I really like my reasons for saying yes. I check in with myself. I like the connection we have and the closeness we feel from spending time together, whether intimate or not. But I also don't have a husband who is demanding of my time like I know other husbands or wives do. Always ask yourself, do I like my reasons for saying yes or saying no? If you like your reasons for saying no, choose to be okay with the outcome. And if you like your reasons for saying yes, own that this is your choice. Are you struggling with people pleasing? I would love to coach you around this topic. I want you to schedule your one-on-one coaching session with me today. I'm going to help you clear those cluttered thoughts in your brain. I will include a link in the show notes. I want to leave you with a quote. When I was listening to Brooke's podcast, she gave a couple of beautiful quotes here. I want to just mention a couple of them to you. Unconditional love is telling someone the truth and loving them no matter how they respond and loving yourself no matter how you respond. Lying to yourself and other people is called people pleasing and that's not love. So I want you to tell the truth to yourself. I want you to own all of your emotions. I want you to own your actions. When you say yes, do you like your reasons? Own it. Okay? And if not, stop lying to people. Just say what you need to say and, and be okay with their reaction. Be okay with them being mad at you. And we do this by practicing that unconditional love of, you know what? You, you get to own the way you feel and I still love you. I'm sorry you're hurting from what I said, and I still love you anyways. I want you to go practice that. All right, my friends, we start the five-day Whole Foods Reset Challenge on Monday. Will you be joining us? Go over to healthcoachheather.com, grab your summer detox recipes, go purchase that, and join our group. If not, you can always do it on your own if you're listening to this podcast at a later date. Purchase it anyway and start on your own. Get cleaning out your system. You're going to feel amazing. Have an amazing day. I'll see you next week. Bye-bye. Thank you so much to everybody who's left me a review in iTunes or Stitcher or anywhere you listen to podcasts. I really appreciate your support with the show. Please check the show notes for any information or tips I give you there and come on over to Facebook, Healthy Families Rule. Join us for weekly challenges to motivate and inspire you to do your very best each and every week.